This device isn't a spaceship. It's a time machine. Goes backwards, forwards. Takes us to a place where we ache to go again. It's not called the wheel. It's called the carousel. Hello and welcome to the Carousel Podcast. Uh, this is Isaac Simpson, your host. And today I have a very special guest, Amy Therese. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? How's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit sleepy. We yeah. um we started a little bit later than we were planning. Thankfully, so got a little bit of sleep, but not a great deal. Yeah, I saw you <laughs> posting. <laughs> I saw you posting about insomnia. Do you have insomnia? Lately, I have a little bit. Actually, like some of the boys online helped me with it like six months ago, and so I mostly got it under control. But um, I've been a little irresponsible with my sleep schedule lately, so I should probably uh, stop being so addicted to Twitter. But I feel like that's really just a cope anyway. It's not really something that I do when I have like enough going on. But um, yeah. I am so hopelessly addicted to it. It's so bad. It's just like sitting in bed in the morning, laying in bed at night, scrolling, scrolling. It's such an addiction. Yeah, I think that the um like for me it's like I'll totally like I'll waste a lot of time on it when I have time to waste. But it's not, but like when I have time where I like don't have time for it. It's not like I sit around like missing it, you know what I mean? It's more just like <laughs> yeah, whatever anyway, who cares? Yeah. Well, so what are what do you work on? I mean, like what does Amy Therese do on a daily basis? Like what do you, do you have a day job? Well, ordinarily <laughs> what I'm doing, like when I'm posting is I'm actually doing copywriting. So like for some reason, I don't know why it is, but like the social interaction of Twitter, like it makes it so much easier to get my work done. And so I'll be like popping out stupid, like descriptions of the things that I'm describing and like for some reason just like interacting with friends and like just talking smack on the timeline it sort of like rejuvenates when I'm writing my thing it's right it's kind of weird hard to explain but like it just seems to work I don't know like my brain sort of works better when it's like overstimulated rather than understimulated so it's sort of good in that regard yeah it's like smoking a cigarette kind of you know, Fully. like checking Twitter is like smoking a cigarette. Like Fully. And I, I yeah, quit yeah. smoking like um, four and a half months ago. So that's nice. That's good. Right. I picked up vaping, which is extremely corny habit in the interim. <laughs> but I actually really like it. Like it's so corny, but it's, I enjoy it. Don't, doesn't it feel like awful though? Like it the, it doesn't, yeah. Elf bar, is it an elf bar? Yeah. Oh, you're oh, not an e-girl if you it? don't have an elf bar. I don't even know what that is. That's a I get. It's, yeah, 
it's melon ice. It's really oh, good. Melon I have like ice. 10 of these in different flavors. <laughs> so, nice. so you're a copywriter. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really apprehensive to describe that as an identity. I just do it like freelance. I'm, I mean, it's supposed to be like five days worth of work, but I usually do it in like two because yeah. ADD is useful that way. <laughs> well, and it's just like, I'm also a copywriter. And so, oh, if nice. you, yeah, yeah. If you can get some of these gigs with big companies, it's just like, you know, you hear about people in my, our industry, like having four full-time jobs, right? You know, yeah. where they're salaried on four jobs. And especially with yeah. the longhouse, like. Yeah, you, I like, yeah. I can't imagine going into an office five days a week to do this shit. Like I can't imagine the amount of time I'd be wasting in yeah. the office. I used to. And it was yeah. such a joke. I mean, it's such a, you know, it's like these it's not, it's not yeah. worth five different outfits. That's how I think of things in terms of like <laughs> time and cost. It's not worth like five days worth of makeup. Well, yeah, sorry, that's such girl logic. No, but that like was the job. For yeah. The girl copywriters I knew, the job was the makeup. It, it certainly wasn't uh, what they were writing. <laughs> oh right yeah i mean this shit that i'm writing is garbage i'm just describing fast fashion like who cares i don't know i worked in like high-end boutiques when i was younger and it's it's the same shit it's the same as what i used to do there like yeah. except for instead of like saying it to a customer's face i'm just like typing into a spreadsheet <laughs> yeah oh okay so you're doing like product product yeah. descriptions yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did a little bit of that once. It's very funny to to do that. All those kinds of like weird. It's words. so dumb. Like, yeah, that's yeah. why, like, that's why the whole Twitter thing works. It like, for some reason, it really like um, uh, complements it well in some regard. I don't really know why, but yeah, well, it's like maybe it's like more ideas coming in, kind of from the outside, something like that. Way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it just like it's like uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, you know how they do that like uh deep um like brain stimulation thing? It sort of like does that on some level. Yeah. All right. So, okay, I know you said this isn't interesting, but this is what I'm most interested in. I just want to know like who you are and how you arrived here. I I know That's that this is probably boring, life, isn't it? Who am I? Yeah, sure. like what happened? What happened to you? To oh, what, why am I, I? I think I was. I think I was. <laughs> what's your damage? What? Uh, who hurt you? Baby? Who hurt yeah. you? <laughs> what so mommy or daddy? <laughs> I mean, I, I was sort of like, uh, in all seriousness, like a. Um, I don't, I don't have any super mommy or daddy issues. I, um, I wasn't like my mom, I actually, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess like in terms of like after school, I sort of anticipated that like college and because I was smart and precocious at school and like a bit of that under stimulation thing which I think a lot of kids have especially boys like I feel like men can relate to this a lot better than girls can because a lot of guys spent like especially teenage years just sitting there going why the fuck am I stuck inside this classroom all day like what is the point I think guys sort of like get that on some intuitive level in the way that most girls don't and so I was sort of expecting that like college would, I would be way more in my element. There would be sort of like 
people more, not so much more like, like, I mean, I loved high school. I had heaps of fun. I had plenty of friends, but like never resented it. Never was never bullied. Like just didn't have any problems at all. It was great. Had a nice time. But like, I sort of thought that in college somehow that people would be just like more intelligent and like, I would, it would be more like, I don't know. I'd just click with it more in some regard and then I sort of just discovered that like no actually like that experience that you had in high school where like you would say things and people would be sort of like fascinated and confused at the same time and like could and you like I still felt like I was some kind of a outlier in some way not in a social sense because I never had any problems with that but I just still felt like I was weird like I don't know and anyway so like that was fine I did um like liberal arts and then started doing um graduate law and then um a whole bunch of things happened and so like ended up working rather than <laughs> finishing that because that's just like sort of the way the cookie crumbled really um but and I really want to go back and actually knock that over uh I put in a few applications um, a couple of months ago to do it starting next academic year in Australia, which begins in uh, late February. So possibly going to go back to it next year, but we'll see. To be a lawyer, like a full-fledged lawyer? <laughs> well, yeah, that would be the idea in theory. Um, I so <laughs> a few years ago when I first started, I was much more... Um, I don't know if idealistic is the correct word, maybe even more just like of the kind of uh, like left wing, like uh, representing, you know, uh, criminal defendants type bent. And then I did some work with the um, Aboriginal Legal Service a few years ago, like um, and working there for a little while, I sort of realized, A, like, I don't actually want to defend criminals, number one. <laughs> and number two, like, this work is bullshit. Like, you're just helping losers kick a can down the road. You're right. not fucking changing the world. Like, yeah. these people have no interest in changing their behavior or in, like, not being delinquent retards. And that's fine. It's not my job to change people, but like, I find this so ungratifying on so many levels. Like it would just make me want to punch a wall. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, it's just pointless. And like, these people are annoying me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind people who are like fucking up if they're like actually trying in some way. These people aren't trying. They don't give a shit. So like, how am I supposed to give a shit? I mean, you're also, if you're a public defender, you're a professional loser. I mean, you basically show up and just lose over and over and over again. You know, you win one out of uh, I mean, 50 kind of, but cases. also, But also when you win, what do you win? Yeah, right. And even when you do win, what do you yeah. really get? You it's win on like some technicality. On some level. Right. Yeah. And then they're back in jail like the next the next week anyway. So it's like, what what's really the yeah, point? That's yeah. what I mean. It's like, it yeah. just this goes fucking nowhere and then also like at the risk of sounding like a total elitist I sort of like if I'm gonna bother doing something I sort of like want to either just like maybe not be the best at it that's too like I, I definitely don't try hard I don't put in enough effort to be the best at things but I can put in not much effort and 
still be like pretty close to the top usually so like to me like why am I putting it all, all this effort to do this like low like low rent low tier yeah. bullshit like yeah. I'd rather go and do corporate law and just like and actually do some interesting like cases that would make it to the supreme court this uh, to the high court rather in australia um and then like you are actually better off going and getting like excellent training and excellent experience in like an upper tier firm and then if you want to do all this social justice bullshit just do pro bono yeah work. do it on the side no right, yeah. yeah so like i just think you you're almost better off like becoming the best you can be at it and that is more than likely going to be within a, a corporation or some other context it's not it's not really going to be like shit kicking <laughs> like low rent criminals <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just yeah. I don't know I'd almost rather do like uh um even like if I was to be stupid enough not stupid enough I guess like morally bankrupt enough to keep doing criminal defense like I'd rather do like you know some of these bikey gangs and stuff like do private do private crime defense like at least like make bank when you're doing it right right yeah no I I'm a lawyer I'm actually a, a lawyer by training I, I'm a oh member God, of you and I are so similar I know a lot of, a lot of that, those angles yeah, yeah I didn't know right. that that's really yeah. cool uh yeah verbal IQ right um <laughs> and uh yeah yeah no um and i worked for a little bit actually before law school i worked at the district attorney's office in manhattan and for two years and yeah man the, the public defenders were the biggest schlubs you know they're the ones yeah. with their suits are falling off like it's all they're all like their shoes are all dirty yeah. you know they're just and like gross of, they're gross people yeah and they sort of it's sort of like it's like you partly get paid in like sympathy, narcissism, or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean Are they're they... inherent leftists. Like, there's no such thing as a right wing public defender. Like, there's no. Yeah, it see, does in not Australia, exist. Australia, we have like, I don't know. Everything's not politicized overtly to the same degree. I'm not saying things aren't political because sort of actually the way that I conceive of politics, things are political, but they're certainly it's like uh, tacit or unspoken rather than like overtly political I don't know like something that also like helped kind of reinforce like uh some of my apprehensions about all this shit and this is like well after the fact but I was watching um it's like I believe it was last year maybe uh you know when the Waukesha car driver um Sorry, I was thinking that Washington Post headline where it was like describing a four-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. It was like car hits car car hits pedestrian randomly. I hate it when cars do that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was watching there was this like uh you know, uh yeah, public defender. Um and like yeah. she's sitting in the courtroom with this uh black defendant who had like run over a bunch of people quite deliberately and she like had her like I was watching it and I was just blown away she was like hugging the guy like embracing him like doing all this shit and yeah. I was just sitting there on Twitter and I just made a post to the effect of like is this normal like what the fuck is going on because to <laughs> me the idea of like physically embracing and touching like one of the like what the fuck are you doing bitch back the fuck off this hey. is totally inappropriate this is so unprofessional this is and also like 
I was like, when I was working there, I was in my late twenties, I'm in my thirties now, but like I'm five foot two and female. I'm not like sharing body language, like body space and like robbing these, like that's crazy. Like you're, you can't be like, that's like sexually provocative shit to like have your hands all up in like these criminals' personal space, like hugging them, embracing them, putting your hands all over them. Like, what are you doing? This is so inappropriate. Anyway, so I just made a post like, is this normal? Like, am I seeing things correctly? Like, or is this like a family member of his that is actually the end that one next to him is his lawyer? Like, what's going on? I got pounced on by this is I still had at least a handful of liberals following me I guess but a bunch of them pounced on me like I was the crazy one and that's when I knew for sure that something was like very rotten in Denmark it was like (laughs) (laughs) whenever the libs get mad at you for noticing like oh I see I'm right over the target and I guess what I I was like asking about and they were like it's to humanize the defendant I'm like but who doesn't think he's a human right it's like oh right you, you don't yeah. like he's one of your little pets well there, like, it's definitely a pet shit. thing it's for sure a pet yeah. thing. it's like the, it's like the same instinct that leads teachers to bang their students leads like women to right. become yeah, yeah. public and defenders and bang like if you did the numbers on how many public defenders bang their like big black defendants i guarantee you it would be like Yes, the numbers would be else out of control. Telling me that there was tons of this, especially in, like the civil <laughs> rights movement. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. So you're only five two. Yeah. You're tiny. Yeah. You're very yeah. tiny. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing. You guys aren't seeing Amy Therese, but I'm seeing Amy Therese right now. No, no oh yeah, I put the camera on. I'm not in digital burka anymore. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. So yeah, you grew up like a, a a hot girl. So how did you? How did you? Like again? I don't know when... if I did. I was very. I was very like. I didn't develop till late. I was like a little bit chubby till I was like maybe sixteen or seventeen, and then I just like got skinny and grew boobs one summer, and then. Oh, I see. So that see that's why, because you were it it, it, it came fun. later on. So then, how did you? But again, like, how did you start being? Uh, you know, how did you gain a Twitter following? How did you start questioning things? I mean, do you come from a lefty family, or you know, are no, you? My like... parents aren't very political at all. Like, my okay. dad made an overt decision not even actually to tell us. Um, how he, uh, how he like my dad was my attachment parent, not my mom at all and never really talked politics with mom, but dad made a very conscious decision not to even tell us how he votes, um, like in terms of like partisan orientation or even really talk explicit politics until um, until I was over 18. Like I specifically remember, like, and the thing is, because I actually did like debating public speaking, all this sort of bullshit in school. So like I was interested in all of those things, but I just had literally no fucking idea how he voted or like what his explicit politics were until until I'd already reached like well into adulthood and was like had my own perspectives um I don't know there are a lot of things my dad did that I um I think back on them now and I'm like oh, I, I really like that I want to emulate that when I have kids you know what I mean I think he was like he was really in, um focused on sort of rewarding curiosity um and like I don't recall ever hearing like because I said so. It would like he sort of, you know, 
would do things that made sense rather than idiotic shit I guess and like if you wanted to know why there was always like a a good reason for things and I think that's part of it it's like it sort of allows you to I don't know like I have actually no problem with authority but it needs to be legitimate authority like I need to respect it and them and the moment I'm like this person's a fucking idiot and what we're doing is dumb I find it really really hard to just like be quiet and go along with that unless I happen to already love the person then it's fine like if we're doing some dumb shit just to like humor somebody that I care about whatever that's fine but like if it's people that I don't um don't have particular affection for and what we're doing is dumb then I start asking questions and well, I think they, I think they call that high, high disagreeableness right that's high disagreeableness. well I only, I only just like found out these sorts of terms I suppose <laughs> from like from Twitter and from like sort of the ways that some of my friends on there will like frame things or categorize things and like I imagine that a few years ago, had you said to me that I was highly disagreeable, I would have, funnily enough, uh, disagreed with that. Disagreed. You would have been like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I would have like, no, I, I think I would have probably interpreted it as something like. No, it's good. It's a positive. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's, it's totally fine. And it, I, of course, I'm highly disagreeable, like, duh. But yeah. like, I didn't realize these sorts of things or that these were like, like, stable categories in which like myself and and a bunch of other people fall into and like that is actually like the perfect label and it makes total sense (laughs) like I didn't realize these were like yeah yeah I I should have named a better name for this like I'm not so special like this is very standard pardon no it is special it is special if you're if you're I'm also 99% disagreeable I took one of those tests and I should have named this podcast 99% Disagreeable. That would have been like a great name for the podcast, uh, but it's too late. Yeah. No, but the problem with being so disagreeable is not the disagreeability because actually people kind of, especially in today's world, I think like you and I got lucky because the I regime- I people like us in a Yeah, absolutely. And now more than ever, yeah. right? Now they need us more than ever because the regime has gotten so retarded as, as you say. Uh, it's gotten so bad. Gay and retarded. It, it, right. It, gay and retarded. And so yeah. you need somebody to say, hey, no, this is bullshit. Like, and yes, they people exactly. know that. They know that we need that now. Look at like so, look at all of these institutions yeah. and the shit that's going down. It's like, I'm sorry, if you just had like one person, exactly. one, if you had one in, fucking in person the development phase that. at any point who was willing to go, hey, this is bad shit crazy. You're right. out of your mind. Yeah, that's yeah. what it takes, I think, often to to enable other people to be like yo she's right like i agree bit nervous about saying so but like she's not wrong but like if you don't have at least one person who's like ballsy or inappropriate enough to be like this is crazy everyone like a lot of the time people just go along to get along blah blah don't want to cause any rift most people will i mean the vast overwhelming majority of people will just go along to get along like that's what they do you know yeah i'm prepared to do that if the shit has totally low stakes or whatever like i'm not gonna that's the thing i do find it like loser behavior to pick fights over dumb shit in a context where it doesn't matter like i saw a lot of these people during like covid era and they're posting their little twitter anecdotes about fighting with low-level service employees about wearing masks it's like listen fuck with that that guy doesn't make the rules like why are you arguing with him you won't tell do you know what i mean like what are you trying to prove like to me like in those sorts of contexts just put the mask on or fuck off like 
like, don't make it this guy's problem. He's just trying to do his job. Like, leave him alone. So I do think there's like you need do need to pick in battles. But like a lot of this stuff where it's like, no, this is like I'm working in like a pretty, you know, decent corporation. And what we're doing is like an advertisement that's gonna go to like 50 states or to, you know, all of Australia or whatever. If you're sitting there saying this is fucking awkward and not persuasive, it's actually your job to say that because you don't want your company putting out some retarded bullshit. Like that's a lot of people are going to see it. It's going to cost a lot of money to produce. Like better off saying something now than waiting till after the fact when it's too late. Yeah, but assholes have been like long housed out, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. like it's everyone wants to just be nice all the time, but I don't think you're being nice. I don't think it's nice to lie to people all the time. Yeah. I I think that's awful. (laughs) Like, Or to just go along. You know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, did you ever see that fire fest documentary? Uh, no, but I, I remember the concept of the fire festival. It just seemed like this litany of like comedy bearers of like, yes. So it's like, it, it was a complete disaster. And, but there's an amazing moment in that documentary where there's like the whole team is like, go along to get along, like long house, like believe it, fake it till you make it. Let's just make it happen. And there's oh, yeah, one guy. I don't find any of that stuff persuasive or those dumb platitudes right well i guess leaves are really into them these days they love their three word slogans and stuff it's like (laughs) i guess if you find that helpful that's fine but just keep it the fuck out of my face like i'm not chanting it with you just back off please yeah i mean i don't know you know there's something to those things like being on a sports team you know you want to keep everybody you know you want to keep the spirits high yeah i mean you know there's something to that i don't know i've always found that like a lot of that i don't know like i'm either internally motivated or i'm just like whatever yeah you know what i mean on some level but team spots are different you're right you're right right yeah I mean, I'm such a like disagreeable person. I'm like the guy like secretly rooting against the team that I'm on, you know what I mean? Which is so bad. It's like, it's That's like, so funny, actually. Yeah, I don't think it's... I've ever gone quite that far. That's <laughs> it's so like toxic, parasitic behavior. But, but no, I mean, that's like not <laughs> this. I, I try to not be like that. I, I try to not be like that. But uh, no, Um. anyway, in the Firefest documentary, there's this like one guy who's just like, he's Swiss. And he's just like, no, this does not make any sense. Like, you have to stop doing this. Like, this this is not a good plan. You have to, like, redo it. And they fire it. Like, they, they're like, no, you're not a team player. Bye. And like, well, that's that so is interesting. Our, that seems to yeah. be the case with so many of these things these days. And then you eventually get, like, the long um, investigative piece in one of these, like, Libtard monthlies where, like, someone actually follows up on all the different threads that were hanging loose the whole time. Right. And you're like, oh, this entire thing was preventable at every level and they had a thousand opportunities to intervene. Yeah. Um, But everybody just ignored it. Like, uh, what was that other one uh, earlier this year on, um, on my podcast with Inez and Peachy we were talking about uh what was it the like some the the buried submersible is that what it's called submersible buried submersible not buried sorry submerged underwater the deep water thing where oh yeah the blue that imploded right the thing that imploded yeah 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 so there was this like uh so I think part of the problem also is that you're getting all these like upper middle class college educated morons and 
whenever they happen to be managing or in like a technically a position that is uh, more authoritative, authoritative than say like middle class, uh, like upper working class white guys who are doing like engineering tasks or like mechanical maintenance or like basically more like technically working class shit these like educated retards will be like unwilling to listen to them because they think they're better than them yeah and like I, I feel like so many of these stories lately it's like no you had a middle class white guy and these people like are congenitally racist towards especially white guys <laughs> And so they've just gone, no, I'm better than this guy. He's less educated than me. He may even be a Trump voter, probably a racist. So fuck him. And they'll like fire the guy who was warning them the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, that's what happened with that. And you like keep seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the competence crisis is like an asshole crisis. It's like, uh, it's like, and I really do feel like this is a longhouse thing. And I think it's because cohesion when 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 the majority of a certain group is controlled by women the it like yes. it's like a tipping point like yes. it tips yes. into and where power yeah. always exercised in this like underhanded manipulative like um like in the dark anarchic type of way as opposed to this authoritative overt hierarchical way i just yeah i want the overt like i i prefer the masculine exercise of power that's very much like just tell me to my face that i'm dumb and wrong and that i fucked up and i didn't do a good enough job to do xyz like i much prefer it but don't tell my like a neighbor's cousin's best friend's dog that like this that and the rest and then hope it gets back to me and all yeah, that shit. like right. i cannot that's handle exactly, that bullshit yeah. it just makes me crazy like just that's tell me to my face it's fine i can handle it my my entire like um you know ego and like self-esteem is not wrapped up in every little thing i do or don't do to the best of my ability do you know what i mean like yeah. just say to my fucking face yeah i don't know i just i can't i can't stand like slimy underhanded like the way that women exercise power like stereotypically female uh use of power is just I, i'm not very good at it either well like right, i'm I not mean, good just... at being like like that sort of like that I don't know. I don't I don't like being manipulative. I'm not good at it. I'd rather just be straight with people and I appreciate them being straight with me. And I feel like that's why I have a tendency to get on a lot better with guys or with like women who are smart and self-assured. It's it's there is there is like some it's not like I it's not like a I hate women as such. It's just yeah. that like most women I find sort of boring and annoying, but mostly endearing. Like I don't really care whatever like I don't hate them but I just I don't they don't really like I don't find a lot of them all that interesting but when I do find women who I like click with like that then I really like them if that makes sense no it definitely makes sense I mean I've worked deep like when you get into marketing in America you work with all women you know you gen like I've worked in environments that are repeatedly everyone around me virtually was a woman you know with a few exceptions I'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't last for very long, obviously, but, uh, you know, again, it's, I don't, I don't even necessarily think it's worse than, you know, a bunch of like dork guys suck too. It's like you a know? different it's, category. It's a right. Different it's just category. a different thing. Yeah. It's just like, okay. and, and no one, like, think about how insane it is. All of our academic institutions, all of the intellectual power of the entire Western world has not 
done any investigation into the totally unprecedented process of what happens when women go from zero power to overwhelming institutional power in the span of 50 How years. How dare you? Like, that how is could you, exactly oh, what a toxic right. male, that's yeah. what a male toxic <laughs> like, patriarch You can't say. even ask that question. Like, you can't even be like, what is different now that women have all this power? You can't even ask the question. Excuse me, women are oppressed. Hello? Yeah, it's like, okay, right. Okay, can I just point out, this is actually something, again, that got me in huge trouble when I, like, quote, unquote, thought I was a leftist. I mean, on some level, I guess I was, but my, I think what it was is, like, I believed the things that I believed and I thought that they quote unquote made me leftist, but I actually like increasingly think that like, actually like the real, like the real, the meaningful divide on some level is like, it's intuitive. It's not about like the specific policies that you think you endorse and prefer. I think that shit is kind of after the fact and like actually like, there is a reason why all those leftists could like reflexively because they're fucking apex predators on some level. They could tell I wasn't one of them from the jump because I was giving them signs the whole time. I was the last one to figure it out myself. Like these motherfuckers are saying like, you're right wing. You're so that's reactionary. Like, look at this, like right wing reactionary person. Blah, blah, blah. And I just found it so bizarre because like my whole life in Australia, I'd always thought that I was like a, like a left like a person of the left I didn't like my friends when I was in like high school or whatever especially because like two of my like two of my closest friends were guys I went to an all girls school but like we had another boys like all boys catholic school that was like not far from our school and we were friends like I was friends with some of the boys from there and so like two of my best friends are like yeah you're gonna like they're like they found it like funny that I was like a liberal or a lefty or whatever and they're like yeah you're gonna be completely normal conservative by the time you hit 30 like enjoy like the lefty phase blah blah and I got into like by the time I reached my late 20s I was like okay well I guess I haven't really gotten over that like I guess they were wrong like oh I'm so clever blah blah like three or four years later I was like oh shit they were totally right yeah but you're not a typical conservative so they were wrong because the horseshoe you went under the horseshoe like like I did like the red scare scare girls did right like you didn't go there they were saying you're gonna go back up to like neocon dumb but you like went from the the left to the other literally all it was is that like I'd been saying all this stuff for a few like for years every like issue that came up on the left that was like contested and contestable I'd be saying literally I'd just say what I thought was true like was true and correct and righteous and like with every single one it was like they'd wet the bed and shriek at me call me names all this bullshit and I was just it it was eventually getting to the point where a I think these people are socially retarded b they're liars and all everything they're pushing is bad. It's bad for society. They're fucking lying. They're retards. Like just every single issue. I was just like, I, I, it, honestly, on some level, I was just like, this is not, I, I don't want to be anywhere near these people. I don't want to do anything with them. I think they're like mentally ill and aren't like not very well adjusted and shit. Like I think on some level there's something more basic, even not even political, where like, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, so I think like, oh, oh yeah. So what eventually happened is that like within, this is like a strange thing, I suppose in previous eras, you wouldn't figure this out quite so uh, 
neatly, but it just really, especially with like the online thing and when like all these liberal journalists are yelling at you all the time, in some way they sort of act as your PR team. And so what eventually happens is that I'm getting retweeted into like dissident right circles uh, quite a bit. This was got about it, like maybe it. five years ago. Uh, okay. And so there were like a bunch of, and especially, you know, sometimes there is a fascination or at least there was a few years ago with like, you know, the token left-wing chick. And like, I think that the smart guys sort of would not um, fuss too much over someone like that because invariably like they say a bunch of edgy things and then like go, go right back to sheepdogging for Democrats as soon as the election rolls around. Mm. But um. There are a couple of guys in sort of those distant right circles who I became friendly with. And I think they saw sort of m where I was at and they could recognize themselves a few years prior in me in some regard. And so yeah. um, it wasn't even that anyone tried to like red pill me or some any bullshit like that. It was more just like we became friends. And then I realized like the shit that I was saying actually sounds a lot more like like we have the same sort of intuitive reactions to these things. And like, when I say shit that makes sense to me, they're like totally on board with it and have similar like approaches to things. And I was like, Oh wait, actually these are the, like these people, I, I make a lot more sense like among yeah. them than among the left. Like oh. these are more my people than those others. That's really like all it sort of was. And I think I definitely have changed like quite deliberate not deliberately but like I have changed my sort of like approach to a bunch of things but I feel like I've sort of on some level been telling like a moral truth or something the whole time do you know what I mean like it's not like you sort of get this pro forma set of beliefs or talking points or something it's just that like you realize that some shit doesn't matter and so I, I, I don't really care about like I think policy is basically fake like not fake, fake, but like it's just not determinative. It's sort of peripheral in some way. You mean like the actual pol the the actual policies yeah, the of policy. the land? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like as in like oh I don't know I just don't think that like the policies you say you support is like actually yeah. what yeah 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 no I, I totally agree. I have the exact policy. same thought a lot of times I have the same thought that it's like you know how like people are gay. It's and it's like I was born gay. I I feel like like you and I are what we are. We are what we are in the same way that someone's gay. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's not it's not really a choice. It's not like I'm sitting here thinking like no. I mean, I could go suppress it in another context. Exactly, I could suppress it. I did suppress it. I suppressed it for so long. You know what I mean? And then it's like you come out as this thing, but we really don't have a name for it. It's like there's, it's not like I'm lucky in that I'm a girl, and so like when I say all this stuff, at least IRL. Like it's, it's never been something that's actually like enough to get me punished or kicked out of anywhere. Yeah. Like I was, a, especially at high school, I was a little bit naughty. Like I skipped some school and had like, you know, like just the same kind of disciplinary problems that any like disagreeable person's going to have in high school. But it was never enough to like actually land me in any like really deep hot water. I was lucky enough that my like academic results were good so they wanted to keep me around because that reflects well on the school um and I imagine if I did worse things and had worse results I probably would have not been quite so fortunate but like I I it, it was never enough to actually um punish 
me IRL. So I didn't really get it beaten out of me very much at all, um, especially because my home life was pretty chaotic because of my mom. So like it was not a context where like, you know, I had like authoritarian or strict parents where I needed to sort of behave in that regard either. It was more like I was having to like, you know, stick up for myself and sort of like protect my brother and sister. So I wasn't learning to sort of like um, put that aspect of myself in a box at home. And I certainly didn't need to at school. And I didn't like, and to the extent that I did sort of like any corporate work after school or whatever, it was just like ordinary, like law stuff, or I worked in like a fancy marketing firm and that sort of thing where you weren't really like bringing your whole self to your work environment on a daily basis. So like, sure, I could like be sort of obedient and get work done and all the rest, but like, I never sort of had it beaten out of me or had to sort of like suppress who I was. So like in context where you could just like be yourself, I was like, always, I think going to trigger these retards because I was never like I think with young men especially you sort of learn that you have to um like suppress a fair bit of who you are like from pretty early on like you can't just be yourself at school or like around chicks or whatever because like (laughs) end up getting fucking arrested or whatever you know what I mean like I don't know well so were you attracted to I mean even to this day do you like like dissident guys or do you like like uh, more normie guys That's I don't know like I look back in retrospect and like literally every guy except for one guy when I was 17 that I've ever dated has been like um at the mo- like at the like the like they're either like center right or um right wing proper like I dated one guy who worked at Greenpeace when I was like 17 and I found him like really annoying, but I never even, I didn't think about it in a political way. I just was like, like, there's something about this that I don't like. I can't quite put my finger on it. And like, I, and I just remember thinking like, I don't want to, I don't, this guy annoys me. There's something about this that is annoying. Like, I don't want to date a guy like this again, yeah. but like, I don't know. Like, I, I find that I, get that I got on well like in a social capacity with like the boys on the right but like I I find that sort of quote-unquote conservative guys are like a lot like liberal ones but I mean not quite as woke and ridiculous but they still sort of do this thing where like they'll sort of this is going to sound so strange but it's kind of like they defer to you on some level that I can't handle (laughs) like I don't I don't ever want anyone like being like oh let's have we heard from Amy yet let's see what she like no you don't need to do that shit like you pull that progressive stack shit around me like I'll die like if I have something to say I'll say it I don't need you to like open up an opportunity for for me to speak (laughs) lest I I remain over here like I don't know there's just I just that shit kills me I can't really stand it and I feel so much more in my element with guys who sort of understand like the somewhat retardation that like all women experience do you know what i mean yeah, like but I think- wouldn't you eat somebody up? like wouldn't you completely battle somebody to the death if they tried to silence you at the same time like if if the guy went depends. in the other direction like and was like straight like, up like this is my shit wouldn't you be like, it depends you? like no like like this is okay this is so gay and i hate the word liberation or liberatory or whatever 
but like the I don't really know how to explain this but there is something about like being in the presence of guys whose intelligence I respect um and whose just like general demeanor is uh something about it where like I'll actually want to shut up when I need to shut up like that it's like not even like they don't need to tell me to shut up as such it's just that I so much more want to hear what they have to say and like there's something for me to learn as well that I sort of just shut up a whole lot more and like don't dominate the conversation as much you know yeah yeah. I don't know what it I don't know how to explain it it's like a whatever have you ever yeah yeah, guys who are intimidated by like someone like me I just find that fucking retarded and pathetic and like well, a lot men, of conservative guys are the are so, it's like right. men today are so um so polite and you know how men today don't you. drink you know how like you, you know like men like probably 75 of my friends but, don't drink trump doesn't drink so many guys i love don't trump drink. but like to me that is the like that is such a bright red flag these teetotaling motherfuckers <laughs> like i just I, mean, I can't but i think I the reason is it's like do you know remember like temperance is like a female that was like the first organized female movement was temperance yeah but see i'm aussie we're irish we're like compassionate and drunk and retarded we don't really right. have as much of the puritan aspect here <laughs> like, we can, we're like a, a penal a con- colony man like- <laughs> a consequence of the longhouse and the con- a consequence of like the sexlessness of the western i world. guess there's something really like de-sexed or asexual about it yeah it's very much like female dominance enforces no drinking and like no smoking it's like it, like the way that men behave today they're always like quitting alcohol and they're quitting alcohol because we live in a straight up longhouse world where yeah, because they're faggots you've been told they have an addiction right That's yeah so and funny. you have to behave you have to behave 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 whereas it used to be you know everybody would just get fucking trashed and like it's fine being a functional alcoholic up. is kind of fine right exactly like, whereas now it's like if you yeah. say the wrong thing slightly you have an alcohol problem you know and it's like yeah it's, yeah, it's so funny because i feel like almost and I only got to thinking about this over the last like, like 18 months or so, but I felt like on some level so much, especially I felt it more on the left, but I still feel it as a kind of social obligation in some way. It's like when I see all this insane feminist bullshit, I feel an obligation to actually be, and this sounds so libtarded in a way, but I do think there's something to be said for sort of like, I have a greater degree of, epistemic authority on certain topics and so to me that actually comes with a greater degree of responsibility because like for instance something like me too or whatever where all these women are basically like setting through social discourse they're setting these new new norms and like I don't know to me it's like well actually like these are more like I do have a social responsibility here that also sort of gives a little bit more permission to guys to be able to to say what they think also without necessarily being cast immediately as like a rapist or whatever do you know what I mean like it's like it sort of does provide a little bit of social cover to uh but it was so funny like all of my intuitions with all this stuff were just it was so natural and normal for me to be saying a bunch of this sort of stuff especially through me too because it was so obvious that they were just like 
railroading these fucking awkward retards who like didn't have the social sense to realize when like their affections were not reciprocated and like to me framing those guys as rapists is just fucking mean like there there was to me this element of just like venus fly trap behavior about it all it's just like this is an awkward fucking nerd who like could not read the room like he was never gonna rape you you retard obviously look how much power you have you're like destroying his whole life in public like is this really necessary i just feel like he's the one getting raped you sorry like i wouldn't frame it that way back then i was much more diplomatic but i just thought that a lot of this stuff was so ridiculous so what about weinstein what about a weinstein what's your thoughts on him yeah but that was just like if you okay first off i think like a bunch of those like i think in any of these like entertainment industries and whatever if there's been like a tacit unspoken arrangement where you fuck the producer you land a good role if you chose to go along with that like you made a fucking decision and a trade-off like I would I I, to me it's physically impossible to ingratiate with myself towards people I find unattractive and don't respect I would just like die rather than ever do that but that's just like a me thing I wouldn't be able to do it like to me Weinstein's disgusting and like I don't want to be an actress and I'd just be like get the fuck off me you loser that's the other thing is that so much of this is also about the way you conduct yourself and you're not allowed to admit that anymore but like there's something about the way that I engage with men and the world around me that is just it doesn't make me that type of person do you know what I mean like if you're like like I don't know it's just like no one in their right mind would try to pull that shit with me because they know that I'd make their life a nightmare right do you know what I mean (laughs) like I don't know to one extent or another it's sort of like about how you conduct yourself and I think a lot of this stuff is like girls capitalizing on sending mixed messages all the time so that they can sort of make their mind up at the last possible conceivable moment and then it's like you know at a certain point it's like it's actually not that hard to be quite uh quite clear with guys and not send them mixed messages and not benefit from like the illusion that you may or may not be interested in maintaining that illusion for as long as possible because you like like the power that it gives you to have someone sexually attracted to you this sort of thing it's just like you're capitalizing on that and then you want to punish him for responding to the like blatant signals that you're putting out there it's like I don't know I just sort of learned after a couple of like things that went on when I was maybe like 19 or 20 when and when I was sort of like you know when you're sort of first figuring out like how men and women interact with each other in the world and there are a couple of situations where like people I had literally like guys I had literally no interest in um appeared to have gotten some kind of impression that I was interested or like potentially thus and it made me think okay well I need because I I'm pretty friendly and talkative with people um and I don't do it on the basis of like it's like with like a, I'll pretty much be nice to everyone at least at the outset unless they like do something to piss me off or whatever and so then I sort of realized like this is obviously giving some kind of impression to specific people that like you may be interested in that way so you need to be cognizant not to inadvertently be flirting with people and it sort of really took that on board and like never had that problem again do you know Mm. what I mean like someone might be interested but it is it wasn't because I I didn't lead them on is what I'm saying and I think like a lot of women, and I, I've even seen it among girlfriends of mine, it's like 
they go, they're like shameless little hussies flirting all the time because it totally benefits them to like wield that kind of soft power in the world. Well, I think it's also that women, there's this like, you know, when you're a little kid and you have this desire to be great, like greatness, did you ever have that? Maybe not, because I guess my, like, to whatever extent I have narcissistic tendencies, and I really, I'm not, I think because I was lucky, I I always uh, got a lot of validation just from, like, academic stuff. Like, I was always right. just, so I never, like. I think it's, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I think that women are taught that they're princesses. But by, by today's world, they're taught that they're princesses when you're a princess, you, you're this like magical being <laughs> and, and right, you know, right. the, yeah. the, the, the world recognizes your magic. It's like, they can feel your magic. And I think that what women, women think that the reason why men give them attention and jobs and actress parts and all these things is because they're this magic being, right? And the reason they get so pissed He's when that guy tries to it. fuck them, the reason they get pissed when the guy tries to fuck them is because it's ruining this idea they had of themselves as this amazing magic Oh, like this being. like ethereal thing that's not just yeah. like a mere like meat sack or whatever. Right. Okay, yeah, Whereas I get that. Like that makes guys sense. guys never want to, like guys, I mean, there's, there's maybe there's a few guys out there that genuinely view women as magical beings, but for the vast overwhelming majority I don't want to be anywhere near anyone who puts me on that kind of right. retarded pedestal. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'd rather be a <laughs> right. human being. Like that's, yeah, right. that's silliness. I think that's sort of what I'm saying as in like the guys on the right, like I actually get got on with them a lot better. It's like, they don't do any of that gay shit yeah yeah they're not i find that very like homosexual and ridiculous or spiritually female or something i don't have the right word for it but like it actually makes me want to genocide people who conduct themselves that way like i can't handle it it just it makes me feel so unsafe yeah well because it's a lie right it's it's just a total lie it's like fake it's like well if the well to me it's like if the man is retarded like we're fucked The yeah. guys need to be like the stable ones. Like, don't be a retard. <laughs> Although I have seen it work, though. I, I will say that it's like if you're hanging out with like genuine alpha males, the, the thing that like so many stupid like, incels, like they make the mistake of thinking that like alpha males are these like brusque, you know, like, like no, I, don't they, I find they're the most in touch with both like the, the, the both the masculine and feminine. Yeah. Like, yeah, they act like themselves. princes. They act like they act like like uh, like like if you hang out with a bunch of like big, rich, good looking like bankers, like they don't act. They act like they're very like a uh, very gracious. They act like you know Kennedy or something. You know they're very like over the top. Like let me hold the door for you. You know they they're very yeah. like uh, they they don't act like you know uh, let me throw some negs out there you know oh, they don't no, do that yeah no all, that's so. no that's really i find that all that stuff is like it's sort of uh it's a useful little facade uh when you're just yeah. sort of it, like i think for a lot of guys like what they sort of and i think to some extent like the absence is sort of like older male like mentor figures for a lot of young men leaves them totally in the dark and they don't figure this out till sometime in like their mid to late 20s but like you do like a lot of those sort of like quote unquote alpha male red pill shit. It's like, I, I don't know. Like uh, this is stuff that I figured out reflexively when I was like 16, 17 year old, 
years old at parties. Like, I, you know, if I was feeling like anxious or like whatever, so I would just like, I would just be a smart ass. And I found that, that that like totally worked. And like, guys, for whatever reason, like if you're just like, if you just pay them out a little bit, like you can, ha- like you can banter with one another and it totally works and it's fine. And like, you know, if I'm ever feeling like, socially awkward in that way just like have a laugh with people and that works and it's like you know 10 years later I'm hearing that this is quote-unquote negging I'm just like I I don't know why do you have to formalize that into this whole thing isn't this stuff that you just like figure out when you like socially engage with other people but I guess not and so like a lot of that shit it's sort of like useful if you're awkward and like especially I think it is sort of nerve-wracking for guys like trying to figure out like what you're even allowed allowed to say to well, women it's without getting... for autistic guys and all of these guys right. are autistic <laughs> as fuck and so they're they they don't have that ability to banter you know like they're sitting there in their heads thinking like i need my script you know like what's what's my script gonna be you know i, I need an answer for this so you know they're not able to just let it flow out you know and i yeah think yeah that i that's think that's what, what so a huge part of it but i think if you'd like maybe if they're not hardcore or like a hardcore on the spectrum like I think some of this stuff is a sort of like a hurdle of sorts, but like once you figure it out, you're okay. So I do think like in the absence of having like an older brother or like a dad who's sort of like engaged with you on this level, some of that red pill shit, it's like, it's a useful crutch or like an interim tactic or whatever, like that can sort of get you past the point of being, you know, um, like really scared of, hitting yes, chicks right. I it think gives once you some you, yeah yeah definitely. yeah because yeah, once yeah. you like actually learn how to like talk to girls and not be like scared or whatever realize that like the worst thing in the world isn't getting rejected who gives a fuck right like it, there it, is it, so right. many more fish in the sea and like literally nothing is, is gonna happen if a girl doesn't want to have a drink with you or hang out with you like nothing happens literally yeah. nothing happens it's fine there's like another million of her like but you know behind her if you're in a bar or just like in the world in general like who who cares but like it I think it is a natural thing to be like nervous and like it is um it can be hurtful or whatever so it's like good to get over that hurdle and I think some of this red pill shit it like gets you over that hurdle if yeah like, it, it gives you so, some like for guys who really natural for you yeah, yeah yeah wait I asked you this earlier but I don't think you heard me have you ever dated oh, anybody from Twitter uh, no, no, never. So I'm like lucky in that regard. No, you ever been? Yeah, at, has anybody ever like DM'd, gotten in the DMs, and been like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> but like, but like, uh, the thing is, like, I um, actually, like, I, I don't, like, I, I don't know. So, like, I had never, I'd never met. Like, okay, so I started using. I got a Twitter account like in like 2000. 2009 or something but I didn't actually use it certainly not with any kind of regularity till like 2017 18 and this is like the first time that I'd I'd like made friends on the internet like I wasn't a kid who used forums or any of that shit in high school like social media wasn't a thing back then and like I had actual fucking friends you know what I mean like I didn't that was just not me at all so like so I was very like on the even though I'm I'm not dumb, but I was very like naive about all this like online shit. Like I, to me, the idea of like, I didn't even think of Twitter as like this relationship thing in any way, shape or form, or like the idea of like being emotionally or romantically like um, 
like having that part of me on that thing it just didn't I didn't even conceive of it um and then like uh there was a guy this is a few years ago and I don't want to like reveal anything but like so there was a guy who has friends with on Twitter and then we wound up like talking a whole lot on the phone and and this was also like in and in COVID like it was when COVID just clicked in too and for some reason we'd just find ourselves like on the phone with each other for like five six like eight hours at a time like during lockdown especially and just like I don't know it was a really weird thing insofar as like had you asked me like at any moment prior to that happening the idea of like big like attracted to somebody who's in a different fucking hemisphere who I've never met in person like to me that I would just have laughed at any of my friends if they told me this and like I was never under any illusions that it was anything serious like that I I was not confused about what it was but at the same time like you could the, the idea that you can develop like these very real affection for and like attachment to somebody that like you don't actually fucking know like it sort of made me realize that wait this is like you actually do have to be really careful because you can like actually develop like a real attachment to somebody that you don't really know like not in a not in the proper way you need to know somebody to be like forming that kind of emotional bond with them if that makes sense like I don't know there was something very strange about like this went on for like maybe like a year or whatever um and then eventually like it we sort of like it had to peter out because we were it was still like you still couldn't fly anywhere we couldn't actually like it couldn't actually go anywhere and so I it just sort of had to bite the bullet and like end it because it was at a certain point it becomes kind of retarded do you know what I mean in fact I thought it was retarded the entire time like in <laughs> and I would have been like ashamed to explain it to anybody else it just sort of like happened and like it was just too dumb and retarded and like ever since then I was like bitch don't do that ever again well, like what? that's so he dumb come see like that? I mean like why didn't he come to Australia well that's the thing like if you well no there was this is like you still couldn't fly anywhere so we couldn't wow. like actually when we first started talking um we made like I I was gonna come out there the following Easter and like hang out with him and see like you know what could come of this blah blah blah. but it was because of the lockdown that that basically became impossible and then blah 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 but it was just like yeah it um I I guess I never would have thought I'd be the kind of like dumb bitch who would do that it's I don't know I've always been the voice of reason with my friends like to me the whole like the guys actually I'm sorry like I love you guys but guys actually aren't that complicated um if they're into you you'll know about it like if a guy's into you you're not gonna be like he'll make it known like I don't know about that this is something he wants to call you he'll call you like if he doesn't I don't think that's true I don't think that's true women always say this and I feel like women say this to themselves because they don't want to do the work and they can't deal with the uncertainty so it's like they, they they will say honey if a guy wants you you're gonna know but that's not actually true there are many men out there who don't work like that there are many men who like girls and they do not let them know <laughs> and they and they play all kinds of games yeah but you know, you men, say are they don't, yeah, men are very sensitive men are very you say they don't let them know but but like i feel like um a guy's not gonna be like quote unquote friends with you 
um, for like fucking years at a time. Like, and that, I don't know, there's some kind of like sexual chemistry there that remains totally unspoken, but like that's still a thing that's palpable and you can sense it if you like switch your fucking brain on. And like, even if nothing is ever said to that effect, like I, I do think that actually there is something to be said for like, a sense of like propriety of boundaries or something that I think like the kind of guy that is the kind of guy I would be very much attracted to is the kind of guy who's capable of like withholding it long enough to not be like a total pervert all the time. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like as much as that's sort of like hot and funny or whatever, like there is also like, it, it's good to be an adult in a way, yeah. like, you know, oh, you know, like be yeah, sensible, no, of course, but yeah. like, you can still kind of tell on some level yeah at least i can anyway <laughs> like um i don't know i yeah i got like people in yeah i don't know i don't know I, I think you know i'm I'm good friends with uh delicious tacos here in in los angeles and it's been mm -hmm. fun do you know you know who he is right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So it's been funny to watch him, you know, tangle with his fame and then dating. And then, you know, do you date the people from the internet? Do you not date the people from the internet? You know, like, it's kind of like a question, right? It's like, is like, is that, is that really weird and bad and horrible? Or is that like exactly what you should do? You know, I mean, I'm married, so I don't have to, I don't have to deal with these problems, but uh, it's definitely been funny to watch him, um, go through that you know and and like I think on some level we are sort of like I don't know I I if you talked to me about it like five six years ago the idea that like something like Twitter is like like if someone described it as a dating app I would have laughed in their face and like I don't know the, but it's I don't know how to explain this but like the last time I, I literally the last time I used what it, what's it called uh not grinder the other tinder um was like 2015 and it was so obvious to me from the moment I first used it that there was like um, some kind of like gaming of it or like an asymmetry between the way guys and girls must be using it because I would sit there and I would get like repetitive strain injury from just like swiping past guys. And like <laughs> I would every single time, time that I would like be like oh he looks cute I guess I'd like like you know you'd like oh like one in a hundred but every single time it's a match it's like I'm sorry like I'm like like I know sort of where I rank on like the girl attractiveness thing and like I'm fine but like whatever but but I'm not someone who like you know that that obviously what is happening is that like guys are being savvy and they're going like anyone who doesn't look like completely hideous they're going Oh yeah, yeah they're yeah. just going like this. Yeah, going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's like me sitting there like wasting all this fucking time. And the thing yeah. is, actually, it's not that I'm some kind of like psycho with this ridiculously high bar of like pro. No, that's totally normal. That's how they it's say. It's just that's that nothing about that um yeah. setup is like telling me any of the relevant information as to like what I find attractive. Like the thing that I find attractive is like. Um, I can't even put it into it's like vibes or energy or something I can't even explain it I think about the guys that I have fallen like deeply in love with and I can probably count them on like one hand 
every single one is like really different than the other. Like they're I, they're, the ones that I've actually like really loved. I, I love them forever. Like even when we're no longer together, even when I'm like, like not in any kind of like, I'm still hankering after them kind of way. Like, no, it's over. Like that was years ago, but it's like that they're, they're they stay with me. They're like a part of me forever. That that each one is like really different than the next. And like whatever it is, it's something to me that's totally un- unquantifiable. Um, and so like I can get that like being in a bar with God. Like I can sense whether I find someone attractive when I'm like around them. There's some kind of energy thing. And like I don't get that on the apps. And there was this like the one guy who I, I, he was really, really good looking. And like, he came over to my house, blah, blah, blah. And like, just from like pretty early on in the interaction in person, I was like, something about inside was just like screaming, like, no, I, yeah, do, I don't, don't do like this. this guy. And then I had to like, eventually basically get him the fuck out of my house, and like <laughs> stuck his tongue down my throat. And I was like, I just really want this guy to get the fuck out of my house why did i invite a stranger to my house am i fucking high like what's wrong with me how do i get rid of him anyway i have to like eventually get rid of him he like pushed me up against the wall and was like a total creep again that isn't the kind of thing where i'm like oh he sexually assaulted me it's like no i was a dumb bitch who invited a strange man to my own home what the hell did i think was gonna happen like it was my (laughs) own fault like do you know what i mean like i don't know just something about it just like I was just like, okay, I am never using that app again. It did this whole thing. It like does not work for me. It doesn't work for the way I find people attractive or figure that out. Like I just, and I've never used them ever since. Like it was well, just. Well, and I think that that's very <laughs> well said, and and that's very true. It's like women don't want to see. Did you see that there was like a thing recently of a guy going viral because he like organized a plane trip of his friends at the airport. And like all the girls were like, oh, I want to get with that guy because he was like passing out everybody's passports and stuff. Like, oh, because then he's dad. Yeah, right. That's it's dad like, energy. Like women, this is the thing that the incels don't That's understand. Provider energy. He's like organizing right. all the other guys. So he's like in control. He's socially proficient. He's the guy who organized the whole thing. That's just total fucking dad energy. Right. And that's hot. that's what women want to see. Like they want to see you in action. You know, they, they don't want to see just a picture of you. You know, it's so like not how women feel attractive. Yeah, and all the like status symbol shit. I'm just like, this yeah. is pure faggotry. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck what you own or like all this other gay shit. Pictures of you with tigers. Like, this is so fucking gay. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, I just yeah. it's not for me. It's not how I <laughs> tigers. get these tigers I'm out cynic, of here. But I'm also cynical too. Like I don't care if he has money or doesn't have money. I don't want to see like I find like ostentatious displays of wealth to be like really tacky. Like okay, no, not ostentatious displays of wealth. If it's like your like um like just spending lots of money so you and the boys can have fun. I love that. But like taking pictures of like expensive consumer items to like look like you're wealthy or whatever that's I don't care for that at all that's so lame to me like um but like like I don't know it's sort of hard to explain but like a lot of just all the ways that like most guys this isn't even a criticism of guys at all but like all the ways in which they would sort of like seek to sort of show these like I guess symbolic indications of certain things it's just like well but every but you're all sort of doing that because you think 
that's doing a certain thing. So actually it all just evens out into it doesn't mean anything. Well, the and thing it's is kind it of corny other anyway. superficial people, right? I mean, it kind of like it, like people who do those things attract people who are also insecure enough to do those things, basically. That's you know? the so- thing. Like when I buy designer items, I, I buy ones that, yeah, they might have like a little logo somewhere or whatever. But like to me, the reason to spend the money is because you love the workmanship of the thing and like it will last forever and you'll actually get like a great deal of like kind of visceral pleasure from it on an everyday basis because you just really like it it's not because it's got like some fucking logo all over it you know what I mean it's yeah. like because it's well made and it's beautiful and you appreciate that on an everyday basis and it will last a really long time you won't have to replace it all the time the way you do with cheap shit like it's not because you can take a photo with it and be like look at this expensive item that I purchased like who cares who gives a shit it's for you to enjoy right. you know what I mean like I don't know totally all right, in our last uh, little bit of time here, let's um talk about your podcast, Pod of the Valkyries. Oh with yes, Peachy it's and it's Inez. Fun. How's that going? Yeah, it's really fun. I love those two. We need to get um more uh fastidious about <laughs> recording <laughs> <laughs> women. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. I enjoy it. I love Why is kids. it that girls don't like, okay, so I have this podcast. I, I probably 10% of my guests have been women, maybe, you know, maybe a little more. Every single time the woman reschedules <laughs> the podcast. Oh, we're fucking unbearable. That, that happens like one out of 10 times with the guys. Every yeah, single unbearable. time. <laughs> but like why what, what does it mean nothing is fixed everything is negotiable mate like, it's, like i'm there are like i think uh failures of mine that i like make the effort to like um sharpen up because they uh have consequences for me and then there are others where it's like um I know that this is a bad habit of mine and I know that like if um the stakes were high enough I would put in the effort to fix it but until such a time as like an authoritarian male in a position to like destroy my life says anything about it I'll just leave it it's fine so basically like you need a fascist boyfriend to like like to like make you do something or otherwise it'll just like stay this like pathetic trait that you that just remains there like rescheduling forgetting but i do but also like it's so bad i was such a it's so bad i agree well no no i'm saying it's bad to be the fascist but but like i until such a time as it's like actually having a deleterious impact on my life and by deleterious i mean like actually destroying my entire life because that's how kind of how i roll like either something is like totally tolerable or just like it's gets to a point where it's literally ruining my life for years at a time and I'll just like tolerate it even then for a little while so yeah someone just needs to like basically like uh push my me my entire life everything off a cliff in order for me to like bother to change <laughs> bother to change it well let's hope that doesn't happen uh too much so are you gonna like write a book or something I mean you have a big following you know you you got right. really big 
So like, are you gonna write a no, book? No, I don't. I don't even think that I. I feel like it's actually been like nipped. Like every time I start to build any kind of momentum, some fuckhead gets me suspended for six, 12, 18 months at a time, and then I'm like, yeah. oh well, I need to find something else to do in my time other than be hopelessly addicted to Twitter. So it's I. I sort of think it's a good thing in many ways. It means that I like. I do love the social connection of it and like the distraction factor, but like the idea that I uh uh um it there is sort of some strange value to having like my growth on it clipped every time I get a bit of a momentum and like the fact that I could lose it at any time is in like maybe this kind of like a Buddhist type thing or whatever where it's like don't invest you know super deep attachment into this as like part of who you are because this could be gone at any moment you've had that demonstrated to you so many times at this point that like um I don't know I don't I I am just not good at commoditizing things or myself either I'm very apprehensive about it as like as you know I literally had like I wouldn't even let people like I I don't post selfies until like you know the last like couple of weeks I've posted a few or whatever. Uh, yeah, but they were good. They were good. So it's I like not it. my style. I don't. I don't know. I Twitter was also an outlet for me to just like dump all my ADD thoughts. It yeah. wasn't like I'm trying to be a brand or anything. That's not how. It just was like an outlet. You're not you going to post so, thirst traps anytime soon. No, Amy Therese thirst. No, traps. I'm really allergic to that shit. I think like if I was um. I think if I was dumber and like got more gratification out of like uh, trying to be pretty, then perhaps I would need to or, or get more out of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, but like my confidence has always been the like scare, the red scare girls are have in, like they basically like the red, you know, the red scare girls took what I was seeing like L.A. thoughts doing in 2014 they took that and made it okay for like the nerdy girl in the back of the class to do that. And it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they like gave them, they like made it permissible for like the smart girl to post the sexy picture, you know? And yeah, that's I love right. them like, for I'm, that. They like, I think, people, yeah, I think those should do sort of like as they see fit within reason. Um, and, But like, I, at least for me anyway, I would feel really like, I don't, this isn't even like a modesty thing or like being like chased in some like fake and gay way. Um, but I just think like, if you want to be like depraved, like don't let anyone know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just think like that kind of shit is like, you just need to keep that shit totally under wraps. Like, I don't ever want like anything. Like I don't want like my boobs will never be on the internet anywhere ever because like I I literally have never taken a naked photograph and sent it to anyone wow. and I will never do that that's to me that's batshit crazy why would I do that like that's not yeah. something that's like consumable in that way that's yeah. just like I don't know what it is I just am like allergic to that like I just I don't know I, I but like I, I sort of almost admire like the like if if that's what you want to do, if that's your thing, I guess, like, do that, whatever. But I just don't want that to be something that's, like, disposable in that way. I don't want to post my fucking tits on the internet. Like, that's <laughs> disturbing to me. Like, I 
I don't even want to post my face on the fucking internet, you know? Like, I just, it's just not me. I don't know what to do with it, but whatever. Yeah, but, like, the Gen Zers are coming up behind us. and they I think know, it's really generational. It's very much a generational thing because I didn't get a smartphone until I was, like, 21 or something. 20. Yeah. So, yeah. like, by the time that was, yeah, but actually, you know what? No, I even then, when I've sent, like, you know, laundry pics to a boyfriend or whatever, I will always like um cut the head off just in case like we have a terrible breakup and like he wants to be like a <laughs> prick about smart. it. There was some there was some part of me that was always in inside my head kind of litigious or protecting my ass in some way because I just knew on some level like just don't be a dumb bitch and have like pictures of yourself that could make your future that could jeopardize your future. Just don't do that. I don't know why. Like that's just like how I reflexively thought about it from a very young age it's just like that's a liability don't do that yeah i mean it's definitely smart but it's like also god we're getting into this place where every you know it's like that meme of like grandma what's this picture of you <laughs> you know like it's gonna be so weird when grandma has thirst traps from when they were yeah, that's what i mean that's also yeah, yeah that's the other thing like i i i, I Again, I don't want to make it out like it's, I'm some kind of like chaste good girl. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly, but it's just more just like um, I do think that like this. Uh, to me, there's a real difference between sort of like what you'll be like on an interpersonal basis, as opposed to like this projected persona that you're publicizing. That's the other thing. Like there, there is like a publicity aspect to it, and like. I'm not a fucking celebrity. I don't need to, like, I don't want to do PR and like, have like, I just don't want any of that shit. There are certain things that are like, that are like interpersonal or whatever, but are not like public. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But like even things like, uh, so I do have a tattoo like on my foot. I have a quote. I wanted it from when I was like 15 or 16. I got it when I was like 20, nearly 21. What I'm really it? happy that I, sorry. What is it? Oh, it's just like a quote from um, a French philosopher on my foot. It's in French. It's uh, it, it's my sister used to joke that it's like I'm a I'm an intellectual wanker is what it says. Like whenever anyone asks, like, oh, what did that say? <laughs> um, but uh, but like at the same time, like I I got one tattoo and that's all I ever got. And I would never. I remember thinking like very conspicuously when I was very deliberately when I was younger. I was like. I never want to be like holding a baby, holding like my baby in my arms or whatever and have like tattoos on my arms. That to me was like so disgusting. And so like for some reason I was totally fine to just get that one tattoo and never wanted another one. I've never regretted it. But like, I don't know. I just think certain things you sort of should do on your terms and but also like limit them on your terms as well as opposed to like, I think if you like, are like putting titty pictures into the public, somehow you're like making other people determine like what your terms are in some regard. Cause you're sort of saying here are my boobs. Are they good enough? Yeah. Do you want more of them? It, in some way, like... It's so weird. Did you see my post the other day about Santa Marin? The, uh, the, her, her like thirst trap pictures, the Norwegian prime minister, is this Norwegian or Finnish? Maybe she's Finnish. Oh, Did the one who that? used to do the cat girl shit? Yeah. The cat yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she I just like the posted post. the most basic bitch Instagram carousel where it's like, you know, those stupid like bottle service parties where there's balloons that are like golden metallic balloons that like say your birthday on them, you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
uh, anyway, she posted the most like basic bitch Instagram thread ever. And it's like her butt, like in like a thong bathing suit. This is the prime minister of Finland. Keep in mind. And this is uh, where I start to sound like the like this is like I don't think it's politically feasible. But on some level, like I don't even object to the idea of like repealing women's vote. Like it won't work. Women will just like get more hysterical and then we'll end up getting like two votes per female by the time they're done with their activism. So it's like not going to work. But like on some level, I'm just like, oh, my God, can you bitches just stop it already? Like the AOC thing as well. It's just so much of the same. I'm just like, why are you being so fucking emotionally retarded and manipulative? That's the other thing that does annoy me about my generation of women in politics, like Maybe this is just like a, a different types of women thing, but like there was something to be said for the types of women who could actually like make it in um, sort of these masculine arenas by like actually being strong and being forthright. But now it's all these women just like acting like manipulative catty teenage girls. Um, exploit Like I think you... I think there is something really disingenuous on on the one hand, wanting all the same, um, like wanting the same power as men, but also like supplementing it with soft power. It's kind of cheating. Like, I don't know, maybe it's because I only got it's, pretty. Well, it, it, like, the best older. quote about it I've heard is like, it's making women, it's forcing women to act like gay men. That's you know, really it's funny. like it's social media forces women to act like gay men. Like it robs them. Yeah, but them it of doesn't their... though because it allows it. No, because do you know what? So many of those women who are actually successful in that male-dominated arena, they were actually like total vipers who were like fucking all their superiors, but like no one knew about it, or they were like, you know, the, doing all sorts of other things, or they were just like crazy. Like yeah. I don't know. They, they, but they had to like keep their shit together for like public for the yeah, like public right, purposes right, like there was yeah. a sense of like righteousness to it like when I first saw AOC come out in public a few years ago and she started crying like doing when she did her like little photo shoot in the border yeah I wanted to fucking die I don't know why I don't know how to explain it maybe also because my mom was like BPD so she was like basically like um the sort of like all that like toxic female bullshit. I just see so much of like her idiotic behavior, like the worst qualities that she ever exhibited. I see them in the, these specific women. I'm just like, can you just not do that? Can you just not be that manipulative all of the time? Because like yeah. if you're in a position of leadership, people are going to be looking to you as a role model. Can you just not exhibit like literally the worst aspects of yeah. like can femininity like and weaponize honest? them? Can like, you just have the slightest bit of integrity and honesty? It's yes. Like, Yes, yes. Could you just like, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. you just not be so like, it's the manipulative shit I can't handle. It even gave me like a newfound appreciation for like these women that I didn't like at all, like uh, Maggie Thatcher and even Hillary Clinton to some extent, like at least she doesn't fucking cry in public. Like, if, you right. know, if nothing else. And now I even look back and I look back at the way she, for instance, had like, I had Bill Clinton's back, even though he was a total perfect creep. Like I admire that. I do think there's actually something to be said, but do you remember that interview where she's like, I'm not going to be like Lenny Wynette, like standing here, like stand by my man. The thing is, is that was kind of cool is that even as she's saying that that's exactly what she's doing there yeah, and that that's exactly what she did right but I, but i actually think that the whole like that was something to that that right? is that's kind of women's role sometimes and like you don't marry a guy like bill clinton without knowing that he has that 
side to his character and like you knew it pretty early on if that really didn't work for you like you wouldn't have remained in that relationship for as long as you have like this is sort of something you've this is kind of a term of entry that you've bought into already at a certain point like she'd been covering up this shit of his for years and years and I don't believe that like women in that kind of context like a woman as um quote-unquote empowered or whatever the fuck like a woman who's gone to harvard or wellesley or wherever she went like this is an incredibly like accomplished woman she's not there as a victim she's there because that relationship works for her or it's providing something to her that she wants to continue to maintain um even if that is only you know future political capacities like this is a decision she's made and so like you can't frame her as a victim of bill clinton that's idiotic like it's they're in a relationship and yeah you should actually back up your husband in public and like defend him and try to like preserve some kind of integrity for him even if it does mean being a bitch to like some chick that he cheated with like don't get me wrong you shouldn't do like terrible things but i do admire women who like stick by their man or whatever like that is what you should do like you should have his back like that's you are married that's literally your job like that's you know, and yeah. important like you should have his back I don't know like and now it's just so much where like AOC by contrast will sit there like cocking her boyfriend and just like <laughs> making him apologize for his like original white sin all this shit I'm just yeah. like I can't handle any more of this can you just get it the fuck away from me like I can't even look at this shit anymore I, like, I can't, I can't handle Hillary. it I can't see I can't I, I don't want to see men being put in that position all the time it's really depressing yeah, like, I think so. I can't, I don't like it. I always say about Hillary, if Hillary actually persisted and ran again, despite what the Democratic Party wanted her to do, I would gain 100% respect for her. Like if she was like, no, fuck you, it's mine. I'm running again. It's like, I'm doing it anyway. With yeah, the whole she, she persisted bullshit, like the then I'd be like, all right, fine, you're cool. Went, I, I think like if, if you do on some level have to like embrace your inner bitch if that's the kind of like avenue you pursue on some level. Like for instance, with me, I a lot of people when I was younger were like, uh, you're going to be Australia's first female prime minister or this shit. I was like, yuck, no. That's all. That yeah. was always my responses. And like on some level I realized as I got older that like I'd, I don't like the person that – I have to become in that kind of role. Like you do end up being shrill and annoying. You end up having to be like hard in ways you don't want to be hard. Like I just, I, I think I'd be, a, I, I don't like the person I would have to be if I went into politics. I wouldn't want that for me. But like I, I would totally, like I wouldn't mind if like that was something my husband was doing. Like I, I know that sounds like old fashioned or whatever, but I just, I don't want to be like the front man of certain things in certain ways, not because I'm insecure about it, but just because like it's, that's not what I would want for me. Like I wouldn't want to be like, I don't, I wouldn't want to go into politics. I I think men are better at it. Like I prefer having men lead things. It feels better. I don't want all these like whiny women, like in charge of everything. It feels disconcerting and I hate it. So I don't want to be part of the problem. Like, no, thanks. Well, you're not. You're not part of the problem. I think I think every, you know, I had Peachy on and I asked her this. And I think every woman in your shoes, you know, kind of has to answer the question to themselves, not publicly, but to themselves. Like, you know, being a based woman, does being a based woman is is being a public figure as you are. I don't think as, of myself as a public figure either. That's ridiculous to me. Like, that's so funny. But you are, though, aren't you? No, you're not. What? It's a corner of Twitter. Like, it's not, it's, I, I suppose, like, 
part of the advantage for me, or I don't know about advantage, but this is just sort of the way the cookie crumbled, is that like I find Australian politics like incredibly parochial and retarded. It's basically like a derivative version of whatever battles went on in the States and the UK like three to five years earlier. Um, it just ends up being like this watered down like derivative version of shit that's already actually been contested. And so I don't see the point of um, going along with it because to me it feels like a pantomime. It feels like 100,000 times more kayfabe than um, even US politics because it's like, well, we already know how, like, where this one lands. You know what I mean? Like, with all the, with all the trans stuff, with a bunch of different things, it's like I know where this is going to land because we've already had this argument elsewhere a couple of years ago. So we're just like playing the whole thing on loop. I'm not interested, and so yeah. that's why I found myself talking on American politics because, like, I tended to find that like that was where it was like actually happening, and then it will sort of repeat down the line here. But there's no point doing like the encore show after the fact so that's why I talked about American politics but it does mean that like I'm um like it's not like you know I go out at the weekends and like see all these people who like you know might have been like wetting their pants about my tweets during the week like I'm totally have the luxury of not having to uh face those faggots in real life or whatever do you know what I mean so it's like I just sort of like I I don't know to whatever extent I have any kind of notoriety to me it's like imaginary like it's just in some bubble on the internet it's not a real thing in the real world for me so yeah i know what you mean um all right i gotta we gotta wrap this up because i gotta go somewhere but um thank you so much amy this was really this was really great i mean i i love everything you have to say i love your perspective i think um we need more of you we need more of you so it's good that you're sharing well, <laughs> I feel like I was just like examining my navel gazing. No, it's good. It, I, I think honestly, it's like you're, you're, uh, you, you cut the, um, you know, you're sharing your perspective publicly, but like you're saying, you're not doing it in such a way that feels at all like I want attention or I want power. Like it really doesn't feel like you're doing really, that at all. You know, I think it's because I really don't. Like, yeah. I, don't <laughs> right. like, I, I like talking to people and, I find people interesting and I find politics like still there is something fundamentally interesting about it. Yeah. And, and it's just... important to put out your signal, you know, when you're a disagreeable person, like, like we are, and when you're serving this function in the system of questioning, which we need now, it gets very lonely unless you put your signal out there and you find people like you. I mean, I tell people it took yeah. me 35 years to find like my people. I was fucking miserable. I mean, I'm not miserable, but like, yeah, it just, you gotta find people. It gives permission to other people and then you learn from them too, because like, especially if they they are like you on some level, it sort of makes you realize that maybe some of the things you thought about yourself that were just like, oh, I'm just a bit retarded, which like, sure I am, but there are ways in which I'm a bit retarded in a similar way to a bunch of other people. And maybe it's not retardation. Maybe it's like superpower in a sense. I right know, exactly you know like there are good things that you can do with it not just be a retard or whatever so totally. <laughs> all right thanks amy oh my pleasure thanks so much for having me i'll talk to you soon